Hi, I'm Lori Morton. And I'm Nikki Austin hyphen ship. And you're listening to Powerful, Powerful Life. Life. So I was on Twitter. I was on the Twitter. Mm, Lord, it's already, <laughs> it's already headed in the wrong direction. So, so I was on Twitter and um, somebody posted, what did they post? So somebody posted, as I pull it up, you meet your 18-year-old self. You're allowed to say three words. What do you say? So I tweeted, I, I tweeted back. I read, well, I said, travel the world. That's a good one. Yeah, travel the world. Some folks said, um, invest in Bitcoin. Well, first of all, that's not three words, but. Some folks said, buy the dip. Um, then, of course, some people went on a tangent and wrote paragraphs worth of stuff. And it's like, yo, just three words. <laughs> Somebody else wrote, obey God, keep God first, take your time. I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. Take your time is good. Well, especially at 18 because you're on someone else's dime anyway. That's, kind of doing as you desire to do. Yeah. Another one was God's got you. So there were some pretty good. <laughs> someone else said, uh, leave him alone. Travel the world. You got time. <laughs> leave him alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> A lot that's of leaving good. people alone. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad I took heed to that and actually put that in action. Who Somebody was I dating at 18. Oh, I know exactly who I was dating. Someone said, "Don't get married." Like, there's Sounds definitely like, a story behind yeah, that. That's like <laughs> they, a whole, yeah, yeah and they probably were the problem. Somebody else said, "Buy Google stock, buy Amazon stock." Right. So mine, mine, as I shared before we began airing, was. Invest more and more. Mm-hmm. So I, th- you know, for me, there's a balance between spending, saving, but saving is different than investing. I would agree. Yep, I would so, agree. That, that's what I would tell my 18 year old self. Yeah. So this was good. I thought that was really interesting. Um, finish what you start. Give it a chance. Just stay single. Well, that's how some of those people ended up in those situations, giving it a chance. This shall pass. Now, that's very true. You'll make it. Did they put a T on the end of pass? No, they didn't. Oh, okay. they, they spelled okay. it correctly. Okay. Did, I say oh. it, did I say it correct, right, incorrectly? <laughs> did I say pass? Yes, and that's or what I was like. Passed. I was like, did they put a T on that? No, so. focus on yourself. Mm, that's a great one. That's a good one. Be more selfish. Well, I wouldn't say selfish. You know, just make sure you get what you need. Mm-hmm. Don't shortchange yourself. Yeah. Yeah, hold your Bitcoin. A lot of stuff on Bitcoin. Just just a lot. Yeah, people are starting, you know, like, the funny part about this was, Lori, when was I talking to you about this? 2017? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just a while ago, yeah. Okay, it's 2021. Yeah, so, you know, all we all wish we could go back and I don't. maybe... No? Mm-mm. I, you know what? I am happy with the shortcomings and failures and successes and learned lessons along the way. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I certainly, if, if I could go back, I mean, we'd all do some things differently. Right. But, if, right. If we could. But you can't. So there's no really. You know, I am. Reason. And I was thinking about this this morning. I'm just not an individual who cries over spilled milk. 
I do believe in finding and determining the root cause of something. I'm very much into that. But, you know, I'm not going to spend like days talking about something that does not require that length of time. Because at some point you have to move forward. True. You have to move on. You, you can't keep living in the past or, for that matter, living in the present. About the spilled milk, wipe it up, move forward. Yeah, I think it gets hard for folks when I think when they think their past was better than their present or maybe more See, better than their right. future. And I, that, right. that's a whole other mindset that Yeah, it is a whole other mindset. Uh, just because no matter how great your past was, like, I just believe there, there's always more greatness ahead. Yeah, that well, that, that's a really optimistic perspective to have. That's a healthy perspective. Well, I'm an there. optimistic person, Lori. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Speaking of optimistic. Yes. We have a fantastic topic today. We do. We are talking today about protecting your mental health. So, Gee. yes, you, you are in a singing mood today. <laughs> because it's, it's making me sing because, like, peace. Protecting your peace. Okay. Yes. So let me just say this as a disclaimer to our listeners. Um, when this drops um, on all of our podcast platforms, this topic will be several weeks old. We understand that, but because it's fresh now and we're recording now, I just felt like it was really important for us to um, talk about this topic and talk about um, ways that we can protect our mental health and why that's so important. So, Well, Lori, the topic never gets old. Right. Maybe but, you're the example that right, you're the going situation. to present yes. and share will. Yes. But let's be clear, mental health no. never gets old. And I'm so I'm so glad it's trending now. Like all you know, like people like yeah, all this but whole. But people kill me with this whole self care. I've been taking care of myself. I don't I need to have a hashtag self care. <laughs> now mental health is the buzz. Is the buzz, buzz term. Right, right, and right. I'm saying again, where were you when your uncle, who's now 76, was in a place that they could have used some mental health expert? True. You know, so, so I don't I don't I don't get off on the whole little trendy thing, the latest greatest. It just pisses me off as yeah. a matter of fact, but uh, yeah, it's But it's, now that there's more awareness and people are more engaged about it, I guess, is the, It's a good thing. Because we've all been locked up with <laughs> during COVID. True. Right. So for those of you who have been under a rock maybe and are not familiar with the tennis world, uh, Naomi Osaka is a 23-year-old Japanese professional tennis player. She has been ranked number titles. one. Absolutely. Number one by the Women's Tennis Association is the first Asian player to hold that top ranking in the singles. She is a four-time Grand Slam singles champion and is the reigning champion um, at the U.S. Open and the Australian Open. So on Sunday, um, this past Sunday, she withdrew from the French Open to take some time off because she was fined and threatened with a harsher sanction after she skipped her mandatory media obligations, okay? And so she has um, um, shared that she struggles with depression and she struggles with anxiety and she has done so since the 2018 U.S. Open. And just so you know what happened at the U.S. Open, when she beat Serena Williams at the U.S. Open, she got booed. 
she won, but she got booed for beating we Serena. We witnessed that. We all saw that. And so that apparently sent her um, into a really dark place. And, um, That's so sad. It is. It, yeah, that, that thing hurt her. That, that It really did affect her deeply. And she has struggled since then. Um, that so that's, was the start of it for her? That's the start of it for her. Well, you know what? So that's the backstory. So we can kind of talk about like how we protect our mental health. And I've got some, you know, I've, I've got some opinions about this that, you know, in well, that my just opinion. Well, me off, just so you know. What, that, that she got booed or? No, because you can't control what people do. You can only control your response. And unfortunately, I, like people in their emotional destruction have imparted that on this woman who now has depression and anxiety because you took it upon yourself to bore, which was unnecessary in the first place because she won. Oh, it was horrible. The way, the I, way I saw it. The way the crowd reacted, it was horrible. And I think even Serena was surprised. Like, listen, she was. Like, she, she went, like, she went is, up to her. And hugged her. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you, Serena. Yes. So that was that was the that was the start of it. Um so people have really come out against, you know, um, World Tennis Association and um, and the French Open about their, you know, their lack of sensitivity to her anxiety and the fact that she does that not create it. That she does not. Well, this is the thing. This well, my 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 perspective is this. You know, I don't necessarily feel like the World Tennis Association did anything wrong per se. Like the rules are the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, the media obligations are absolutely required for every player. Right. So it's just like your job. It's Some right. things are required. Right. But the way the tennis world works, unlike like the NBA, the NFL, you know, MLB, is that for tennis, the media has less access to tennis players in the way that they have to the other sports. So when you have these opens, when you have these major tournaments, right. You've got 70, 80, you know, media at one time. Because, oh, easily. Because they don't have access to these players a lot because there aren't a whole lot of, like, it's not like an NBA season where they're playing all these games, whatever. So it's a barrage of attention. It's a barrage of questions all at the same time. Right. And if you're not okay. Mentally right, prepared. If if, exactly. That can be. Absolutely overwhelming. Yes, it could be. Well, who doesn't right. think that? Exactly. Anybody emotionally healthy would really struggle with 90 cameras in front of you and all these people yep. asking you question after question after question. So what I'm saying is, okay, World Tennis Association, maybe, you know, they didn't do anything wrong per se. They they held her to the rules. But maybe it, it is time to kind of rethink yes. how players, how the media has access to the players. And can is there some way that that can be changed and and modified so that you don't have 80, 90, 100 cameras at you at one time. So, you know, but this is it. The thing is, I I commend her. Absolutely. For making the decision to yes. walk away. As a 23-year-old. Yes. Right. So we, we support you, Naomi. Right. And we are proud of you. And those who were, who attended the match, and you were part of the boo Stampede, maybe you'll think next time before you just go off and do what you feel like doing. 
Well, that's the culture we live in. We just kind of do know stuff that. now, I, and I we know. don't really think and about. I don't, and I don't agree with that. how it affects people and what it does to people. Like we just, you know, we just throw our rocks and just, you know, and and we don't care what what we do to people and how it impacts them. So, but I, I am so proud of her for making that really tough decision, yes. and um, and protecting her mental health, protecting my peace. Yes. So we need to talk about some ways to protect our mental health. We definitely need to talk about that. Whew. Well, okay. I'm going to let the therapist have this one. You let- <laughs> because okay. what you can just do in my little book of things is remove yourself from the equation if the equation is toxic. What you have seen me, I will pivot without a word being spoken. If there's a conversation I don't want to be a part of or I don't need to be a part of, a meeting I don't need to be a part of, Anything that I don't need to be a part of, I will assess the situation and remove myself from the equation. So instead of X, just use N. And then you can just replace N with whomever else decides to stay there. Because you do have to protect your peace. You don't always have the capacity or the bandwidth to engage in craziness. You just don't. And so guess what? When you have the option, because you don't always have the option, but most times you do, remove yourself from the equation. Right. And I think that goes back to knowing your triggers. Mm-hmm. So you need yes. to know when your bandwidth is is minimal. Like you need to know, like I'm, I'm running on E, like I can't put another thing on my plate. I can't think about another thing. But again, we've got to be in touch with our triggers and knowing, really knowing ourselves and being self-aware. And being able, as we said in our last podcast, to say no. Yes. So you really said something very profound. The, the trigger piece, first you have to know them for yourself. So I know there are certain words, certain terms, certain tones that just I don't do well with. As soon as I hear them, I'm out. <laughs> and you're like, hey, what? No. Yeah, you got to know your triggers. You got to know what sets How many you people off. really know their triggers? I don't know. I, not enough. <laughs> not enough people. And Naomi knows her triggers. Right. And and again, I'm I'm really I'm really proud of her for for protecting her mental health. The next thing for me is you need to go to therapy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 I'm a believer of therapy. You need for to go all to therapy. Who need to go. Now, you need to go that to consists of. There is nothing better. Let me just say this. There is nothing better than walking into, well, now it's on Zoom now, so you can lie on your own couch at home. You know me. I like to lie on the couch for the theatrics of it. <laughs> There's nothing better than telling a stranger. Exactly what you think about whatever situation you want to tell them about. They then give you some needed advice, recommendations, and you go back out into the world as though that never occurred. It's your own little secret. Right. So nobody has to know you're in therapy, but a lot of us need to go to protect our mental health, you know? And yeah. and, and let me just say this, listeners. 
not being able to find a good therapist is not an excuse for not trying to find one. Finding a good therapist is like finding a good dentist, finding a good doctor, finding a good lawyer, finding a good hairstylist. A good accountant. A good account. Thank you. A good accountant, a good financial planner. So don't tell me, oh, I can find a good therapist. I Listen. I didn't like that person. So find another one. Okay. That part right there. Find another find one. Find another one. It's like finding a good church. You know, you go to one, you don't like it. It's not a good fit. You go, right. you don't stop going to church or whatever. Well, some people do. But. Well, they do. That one's a bad analogy. <laughs> you don't stop going to the doctor, but some people do. So again, <laughs> <laughs> the point is, right? Don't let the a point bad of it fit. All. Don't let a bad fit stop you from getting the help that you need. Right. You got to go to therapy because most people, and you're the therapist, so you probably can attach some data to this. But most people are right there on the edge. They are. They don't know their triggers. Okay. They are one somebody cutting them off in traffic away from snapping. <laughs> that, that probably wasn't a good example, Lori. <laughs> oh, as I talk to the people who are cutting me off as though they can hear me. Listen, if that's but, a but trigger. You know, but, but what I do not do is I'm not going to ride your bumper and I'm not going to lay on my horn for 45 minutes. So I'd rather just talk through it. Right. It's and, released. And the thing is, if you are exhibiting that kind of behavior, it's because you are angry probably in, a, in mm-hmm. another area of your life and you're demonstrating it and you're projecting it in a different area. Exactly. And a therapist will help you figure that out. You're really mad about A and B, C, and D are catching all kinds of hell because of it. And they are completely Ooh. unrelated yes. to what you're really angry about. So go to therapy. Find a good therapist and then stay in therapy. One session is not going to change your life. Like, listen, I know it was great. I know it was a wonderful session, but you need to go back. Yes. Yes. And you need to go back if you need to go back. So as as often as as you you need need to to. go back. Exactly. So you may do six months and you get a level of healing and then a year goes by and something happens or whatever. And guess what? You need to go back. Because that's what I do. I've been in and out of therapy for exactly. the better part. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> of, of 20 years. I can't, I can't talk it and not walk it. So you've got to find a good therapist, you know? Take care of your body. Yes, because good old exercise releases endorphins, which make you happy. That is why a brisk walk, no one's asking you to be a bodybuilder. We're asking you to do a brisk walk. For 30 minutes, go outside and water your plants. You need to do something to generate that. You do. You got to protect your body and you got to eat well. Yes. As well as you can. <laughs> That's not <laughs> Lori. <laughs> now, everybody, listen, everybody's in different places financially, uh, so you may not be able to afford Whole Foods. Well, but and they, there, no, let but me there just, are some other places that are way affordable. Okay. And according to the doctor on GMA, that's Good Morning America. She stated that there has not been proven <laughs> information and data that there that organic food is better than regular food. Now, I'm referring to like produce. And okay. so she she stated that. She yeah, it costs more. So you would hope that the health benefits would be greater. But based on research. But based on research. It's not. It's not. So just go to the grocery store. There, there you go. So it doesn't, co- it doesn't matter how much apples. it costs. Right. So eat, eat as well as you can. You know, there are farmer's markets. Yep. 
you know. You can buy two weeks worth of food at a farmer's market. Absolutely. So, I mean, just no excuse. But eat well because it matters and it, it affects your mental health. You know, you're putting garbage in your body. You're going to feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. It just, it is what it is. Garbage in, garbage out. It is. So you can't expect to think well and to feel well if you're putting trash in your body. Correct. So you got to eat well. And then, of course, that last thing in terms of t- taking care of your body, your favorite thing. Well, I'm not a sleeper, Lori. <laughs> <clears throat> She's I, a napper. I'm a napper, but I will say this. When it's time to go to bed, it is time to go to bed. And I, for my mental capacity and my little cape that I have to pull out occasionally, I need eight hours of sleep. Eight good hours of sleep. Now, sometimes I get eight to 11 hours of sleep because when I am finished with my day, if I'm fortunate enough, which rarely happens, that my day ends at five o'clock and there is not any cooking that has to be done, I don't have to discuss how to cure world hunger or anything of that magnitude. I'm going to take me a shower, put on my pajamas, and go to bed. And see, I can't even relate to that. So, listeners, you you may not know this about me, but I've had major sleep issues since 2003. So if I get five hours of sleep, it's a good night. And I have to have, I I get five hours with assistance. I don't know how you function off of five hours of sleep. Right. So I don't, I probably undervalue sleep because I don't get it. Like, I don't get it naturally. Like, my body doesn't shut down naturally naturally. My body doesn't know how to stay asleep naturally. So if there is a, a prescription, I've taken all kinds of stuff, you know, from the doctor. You know, I've taken herbs and I don't I've even taken know how you function. teas. And I've t- I just, you just, you just have to. Like your body just adjusts to four to five hours of sleep and not continuously. I'm talking about waking up, going back to sleep, waking up, going back to sleep. And so we're laughing about this whole sleep thing. So there are people who... I believe, oversleep. But you have to get the proper amount of sleep in order for your body to function properly, in order for your brain to rest and function properly, in order for your weight to stay aligned and the hard work that you put in during the day. There is so much that goes into sleep outside of the surface level term that we recognize as sleep. So true. Absolutely true. So I'm getting better at it. It's something that I have really focused on and been intentional about. I would say in the last four years, I've said, okay, we can't keep getting five hours of sleep. We've got to do something different. So, And you know, I tell you that you every tell time me this I hear all this. the time. I'm like, you how do. are you functioning? She does. She tells me this all the time. So I'm, I'm, Don't undervalue the power of sleep. Very true. Now, the reason I am a napper is because it gives me an opportunity to reset if there's something exhausting going on during the course of a day, and this was prior to COVID, so I have always had a sofa in my office. Whenever I've had an office, I've had a sofa. You know why? For one, as a woman, you may just not feel well. That's the first part of that. And then secondly, because I intend to take me a nap at some point in time to reset my brain. So remember the, the entire protecting your peace. See, when you deal with... Just ignorant people sometimes. <laughs> that, that's what you will have to learn how to do. And so a nap does that for me. I started to say something. I know. So I just, yeah, it was, on the, it was on the tip of my tongue. Woo! <laughs> 
have you taken your headphones off and walked out? <laughs> yeah, but when you're dealing with ignorant people, you that's, hey, yeah. take your peace. Good nap will do you good. Elijah, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> well, this is what I will say about Elijah. Elijah was all stirred up. And all Elijah needed was, was some it? food and a good nap under a tree. Good nap. And then he rose up like a phoenix. <laughs> for, those, for those of you who don't know at all what we're referencing, Elijah is a prophet in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and he was really struggling with some stuff. God sent him some food by ravens yep. and have him take a really good nap. Yep. And he woke up like a new man. A new creature is what he became. Yes. So That's that hilarious. is my... Complete reason and supporting documentation as to why naps are important. That is hilarious. And then another way I think that we're able to protect our mental health is learning to um, to lean on your support system. Yes, so very having important. a really good support system, having some people that you can call if you're having a, if you're struggling and having a tough day. Uh, one of the things that I recommend to my clients in terms of, of their support system is I tell my clients, teach your support system how to support you. Right. Because people right, need right. to know how to support you if you're struggling. And that's not that's not innate. So sometimes people can be asking questions that aren't necessarily helpful. and But they don't know. So you have to teach your support system. It's funny that you mention this. Why? Share more. Because when I lean on my support system... And while, you know, I do believe people's hearts are in good places. But if I push back and say that's not helping me, you have to receive that that's not helping me. True. That, that's a good point. Right. So we have to teach people how to support how us. How to support you. Yes. And so instead of getting an attitude and, you know, now it's a whole nother situation that we have to deal with. Just accept I'm I'm in need. That is not helping what you're doing, but then you should be asking, how can I help? That's just, that's just what I would do. Right. And to, so, and, and to share how, what you need as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I tell folks to do to teach their support system, how to support them is kind of using that scaling method. Mm-hmm. So on the scale of, of one to 10 with one being, I am in the bowels of depression and suicidal and 10 meaning, you know, life couldn't get any better. Where right. are, you know, where are you? Okay. You know, so that's an easy way to kind of gauge where you are. So you can teach your support system. Tell them, you know, mm, you know that's, ask, a, that's a good one. You know, ask me, the, you know, give me the scale. Ask me how I'm doing on a scale of 1 to 10. And then based on the number I give you, then you'll kind of know um, what kind of day I'm having. But that scale, that number mm-hmm. gives people a little insight into where you are as right. opposed to having to figure it out. Right, and not only having to try to figure it out, but where their commentary really is going to be necessary. Because yes. if, you know, if you're an eight, then yes, you have the bandwidth to deal with the extra commentary that your support system is providing. But if you're at a one, I don't need to hear not one thing that you're saying right now. I need you to support me, and I need you to probably listen more than you're talking. Very true. Very, very true. So, yeah, just having that support system, leaning on people, having some folks mm-hmm. that you can call, knowing that they know how to support you, I think does wonders for your mental health and can help you protect it. And then you got to set some realistic boundaries. 
and some realistic expectations. <sighs> and yes. this goes back to us saying that folks need to learn how to say no. Correct. You you know what you can handle. So this part probably refers to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll just talk to me for a second. So I am a believer that I can do about 85 things <laughs> in the course of one day. And there are times that I have done 85 things in the course of one day, but that should not be my go-to. So what I have worked on is I actually enjoy traveling and being on vacation and disconnecting. Contrary to popular belief, I am an extrovert and an introvert. And let me prove to you why. I grew up as an only child. I have two older sisters, but they are so much older than I am that in my household, it was just me. And so I'm perfectly fine in entertaining myself. That is how I know that I have the ability to be an introvert and disconnect. However, I have learned to manage this task list different uh, and not do 85 things in one day. Because most times, some of the 85 things can be spread out probably over the course of a month. There are times when they can't. So, you know, you save your bandwidth for when they can, and then you you just spread them out yeah. more and more. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that underscores this whole notion of the fact that none of us are perfect. Okay, that would be... That would be... <laughs> <laughs> and none of us are perfect, so I'm not right. alluding to that fact. I, I like to strive. I like, you know, what's my, what's my thing, Lori? Striving for perfection. Yes, and trying to operate in excellence at all yes. times. And that's just not even realistic. Everything does not... So, my therapist <laughs> told me in Atlanta, Georgia, that, Nikki, everything does not require that magnitude of excellence that you are, are dedicating to that. Sometimes it's just taking this piece of paper over to where it belongs and leaving it there. Well, you know me, I want it to be straight. <laughs> I don't want any dog ears on the paper. <laughs> She um, wants that paper to be the best piece of paper yeah, it can the possibly best piece of paper be. it can possibly be. And if my name is on it, I want it presented a certain way. You know, I don't want food ketchup smudges on the piece of paper. But the reality is, I, I I believe that person like freed me when they told me that because oh that's good. It just doesn't. Everything does not require that. So if the paper is like turned crooked, it's okay. It'll be okay. The world is not going to come to an end. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So knowing you're not perfect and then remembering yeah, give yourself the why. some grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's a good word. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. Give yourself some grace because we give other people grace in a way that we don't give ourselves. Well, sometimes we don't give other people grace either, but okay. when we do. <laughs> but when we do. This is true. <laughs> but when we do, we do not give it to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. This is true. So give yourself some grace and then remember your why. Like, why are you doing this? Like, why, why is this important? That's really a big one. Yeah. Because once you assess why you're doing something and is it important, you more than likely will, be, will make a different decision. So important. So remember yeah. the why. why. Why am I doing this? Why am I investing my time in this? You know, why, is, why does this mean so much to me? So, Is it for you or is it for other people or is it for other people to glorify you? Right. Which... You know, I'm against that whole deal, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're why. Yeah. 
So we just want to encourage you to protect your, your mental health and make some decisions that, you know, are in the best interest of you. and um, Protecting your peace. Yeah, protect your peace. And, um, and sometimes that requires making some really tough decisions like Naomi did, you know, mm-hmm. walking away from the French Open and, um, and taking care of yourself. So, or you can just take with you the story of Elijah. Right. Get a when good you need a good, meal. Na- well, good meal and a good nap, <laughs> you will see the world very different. And it's a proven. It has worked for me. Proven. Get, get some sleep and um, and protect your mental health. Yes. So, yeah, we just wanted to share that with you today. So thank you for tuning in to another fantastic episode of Powerful Life. A shout out to our team, Joseph Salamita, our producer, Audrey Ori, our brand strategist, and our music beats creator, J.D. Coleman. And we are so thankful for all of you that are listeners and subscribers. For those of you who are sharing this podcast uh, with your family and friends, we so appreciate it. Um, you know, you're able to listen to previous episodes. You can share episodes. We'd love for you to do that. And then definitely follow us on social media. Uh, follow us on Twitter at, at power underscore life. Um, follow us on Facebook at power hyphen her hyphen full life and Instagram on power underscore her underscore full. Um, you can have access to our website at www.powerfullife.com and use the hashtag powerful life. If you are commenting on an episode, if something's resonated with you or you want to kind of start a conversation um, with your friends and family on on social media about something that we've talked about, use the hashtag so we can we can check it out and be a yes. part of the conversation. And if you're on Clubhouse, connect with us by our names, Lori Morton and Nikki Austin Hyphenship. We'd love to uh, engage with you there. And so until next time, light and love, peace and blessings and have a powerful life.